Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, I talk about the Hawks' upcoming matchup with the Philadelphia 76ers. Without further ado, let's get into it. After a tough loss to the Toronto Raptors, the Hawks come back to Atlanta and get to face another really good team in the Philadelphia 76ers. The 76ers are coming off of a 115-104 win over the Golden State Warriors, and they've had a day off coming into this game just as the Hawks have as well, so neither team will have any sort of rest advantage. Both teams have players on the injury report. Uh, Former Hawk Al Horford is not going to be playing tonight, and Josh Richardson is also out for the 76ers. Mike Scott, another Hawks favorite, um, is also questionable, so we'll see if he plays. For the Hawks, Chandler Parsons and Jabari Parker continue to be out. And uh, Bruno Fernando is also questionable as well. So we'll see if the Hawks are able to get any sort of reinforcements back against the 76ers, especially in a matchup where they're going to need all of the big bodies they can get. Now the 76ers come in. They are the fifth place team in the East, 31-17, and 17, which kind of just shows you how strong the East is this year. Um, and the big thing that the the 76ers do is play really good defense. They're a huge team, uh, one that has a point guard in Ben Simmons, who is over 6'10", uh, and a defensive player of the year candidate when he's healthy in Joel Embiid. And then Tobias Harris and all of their wings have a tremendous size. In the first matchup of the season, It was a really good game. It was the third game of the season for the Hawks, and the Hawks lost narrowly 103-105 to to the 76ers. And one thing that really stood out was the play of 76er rookie Matisse Thibel, who's another one of these wings who isn't the best shooter but is just incredibly good on defense. And after seeing how Trey was defended by the Toronto Raptors, it's going to be really important for the Hawks to find a way to get Trey going. I think Trey provides a different sort of challenge for the 76ers and the 76ers aren't quite the defensive team that the Toronto Raptors are in regards to throwing a bunch of different bodies at Trey um, and they the 76ers don't have a like-sized guard to guard Trey they don't have really a Fred Van Vliet or Kyle Lowry that can go up and match point guard on point guard on Trey and their 76ers are really going to have to rely on their wings to contain Trey, and it'll be interesting to see how Trey handles that matchup, and that's one area I think the Hawks might have a little bit of an advantage. Unfortunately, on the other side of the ball is where the 76ers will have a distinct advantage. In that first matchup, Joel Embiid went off. He had 36 points, 13 rebounds, and was just a monster, getting to the free throw line 10 times. And The Hawks have a front line of John Collins, who's Excellent on the offensive end, but um, is very much going to be at a size disadvantage when he goes up against Embiid. And then also Damian Jones, and hopefully they have even Bruno Fernando, if if nothing more than to have some fouls to go against Joel Embiid. Um, if the Hawks are unable to find any sort of answer to the big man down low for the 76ers, it could be a ugly game. The Hawks have generally played the 76ers very well these last couple years, and especially last year when the 76ers had Jimmy Butler, the Hawks seemed to have the 76ers number. Trey had um, a game winner, and 
I think the Hawks won two games off of the 76ers last year, but this year has not been the same. The 76ers length definitely provided a challenge in that first matchup. Um, Again, after kind of not showing up in Toronto, I would really would like to see Kevin Herter start to get going. Uh, The Hawks as a team did not shoot the three ball particularly well up in Toronto, and a lot of those shots were on wide open attempts. Um, Kevin Herter is the closest thing the Hawks have to a sharpshooter or um, a really present three-point threat. And to see those shots not go down in Toronto, hopefully he'll be able to get some of those same shots against the 76ers. And if he's able to show out um, and both Hunter and uh, Trey have good games, the Hawks will be in this game. Now, if this gets into a slow slugfest where the 76ers are taking advantage of their size, be that with Tobias Harris, one of their wings, or with Joel Embiid. I think this could be a very long night for the Hawks, but I look for the Hawks to really try to push the pace in this one. That mindset has sort of been where the Hawks get beat, especially against the Raptors, where a lot of the Hawks' turnovers turned into easy points for the Raptors, and the Hawks are going to have to be cognizant of that. They really have to put a premium on valuing the ball and not having turnovers that lead to easy baskets for the other team. Um, I think we've seen some growth from Cam Reddish, especially going and getting a shot at the end of that Toronto game, even when the game was sort of out of hand. And if he is able to start getting some consistency and have the aggressive mindset from the beginning, that would relieve some pressure off of Trey Young. But this is going to be a really tough matchup for the Hawks. Just a team that plays so well defensively and um, really takes advantage of teams that turn the ball over is sort of like the worst nightmare for the Hawks. Uh, At the same vein, again, I think that Trey Young provides a challenge to the 76ers that they don't really have an answer for. Even when the 76ers are at full strength and they have Josh Richardson to try to guard the other team's point guard, that doesn't really work for the Hawks because Trey Young is so good at getting around players who are not as fast as he are and drawing fouls. Um, So Trey could, after a particularly rough outing in Toronto where he only had 18 points, could go off for a large number here in Atlanta. But I expect the Hawks to want to get back into the winning ways. They've been playing a lot better as of late, not letting single-game losses turn into losing streaks. And the rookies have shown a... They've gotten better, but they haven't put together the consistency of both DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish having good games on the same nights. So it would be really encouraging if both Cam and DeAndre were able to get something going. But it should be a fun game. I think people are going to be excited to see the 76ers in Atlanta. I expect State Farm Arena to be rocking. And I think this is a game that the Hawks will be able to, if they get their stars going, if both Trey and John Collins are rolling, if this gets into a high-scoring game, one where it's not, you know, 95 to 98, if this gets into the 110 to 115 sort of area, I could see the Hawks winning a game like that. Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me, Forrest Willoughby, at kettlecast at gmail.com. And if you could leave a rating, or review on whatever platform you use to catch your podcast, that would be a big help to me. Go Hawks!